What's up with it? It's your girl P. Latoy, and this is the last word. So I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine. He's a community leader. And you know, if you're from Omaha, you might know who he is. So his name is BT. And we're about to get into some serious topics, y'all. I love talking to this man because he's so interesting. His opinions are very interesting. And I just think he's a dope individual. So y'all give it up for Mr. BT. <laughs> How you doing today, BT? I'm, I'm good. You good? So, let's get to it. So, obviously, you're a man, a black man, and you're in the community. So, my question to you is this. Do you think there is, in 2019, mm -hmm. let's keep in mind, that's what year it is, not 1805. In 2019, how do you feel about the power of the black man's voice in the community? Um, I will say where we stand at right now in the Midwest, it's not a strong avenue for the black man to voice their opinions, to voice their perspective. Um, just not a, uh, about myself, but some of the experience that I experienced here in Omaha has been disappointing. And that's just working in the communities, that's working in the school systems. Um, that's being out here in the in the community, and uh, it's a sense that uh, you get a sense and a feeling that we're not being respected out here. And respected? What do you mean? What do you mean by respected? Can you be more specific? Um, I feel like that uh, we're not getting respected as far as our p opinions, our perspective. Uh, I say one thing as far as like uh, you see it in the school systems, you have more female teachers, female black teachers than male black teachers. Hmm. Uh, Why do you think that is? I feel like they don't want us strong black males to be in the school systems to try to change the dynamics of uh, of the kids' mindsets or the kids' uh, education and uh, keep them aware of who they are. They don't want us to know who we really are and what our uh, lineage, where we come from. And if okay, you, well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, let me be the devil's advocate for a minute. So let's retract that. So you said that it's not a lot of strong black male figures as educators in the school system, right? Don't you think that could possibly be a personal choice by some black men because if they have the choice to go to school, educate themselves, and put themselves into the school system and be educators. Do you think there's a reason why? Do you think they're straying away from that? Or do you think they're being kept from that? Like there's male teachers on standby, black males, strong figures waiting to get in the school system and they're being kept from doing that. Or do you think there needs to be more of a presence from the black men? Uh, I think it needs to be more of a presence from the black men, but how can you know anything of where you don't know who your what your skin is, which you don't know who your what 
what your soul is about and your spirit because you don't know your lineage you don't know where you come from you don't know your history you don't know your genealogy when i say genealogy you don't know your background and really where you come from you might have you might have your lineage your lineage might be from a queen a king standard if you're a female from a queen standard your lineage might be that you own some property and that property was taken away from you. Your history is stripped from you. Your soul and your spirit is stripped from you. So then you advocate to other things. You go to what's out in the streets. You go to a nigga type attitude. You don't go to a powerful black soul. You don't go to a black a, a powerful uh, a powerful uh, thinking mindset. To know that your okay, value. Back up, back up, back up. Go ahead. What is a, a be, Explain to the people what is a nigga attitude. Let, let's get into that. I need to know. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what exactly is the nigga attitude? Let's get into that because that word has um, caused some controversy, as we know, um, globally, worldwide. It's been a lot of colorization in these reality TV shows with these hip, love and hip hop and blah 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 blah. There's been a lot of controversy with that word. I use it myself I ain't gonna lie but there's a mentality that is allegedly connected with that so can you explain that to us all right I got this thing that uh I usually ask people I said uh, what do you want to be out of life do you want to be what they called you or do you want to be something of, of different what what's different what what you want to make out of yourself right what's self-worth for you mm-hmm. and i don't have a problem with if you want to use that word but i do have a problem where you don't know where that word come from well in your opinion what does the word mean to you because let's just be 100 okay in your lifetime You've used the word, am I right or wrong? Oh, yeah, it's correct. Right, right, right. Okay, so as a black woman, in my opinion, I'm going to just be real. It's going to be a lot of people who mad about me saying this, but I don't give a shit. I use the word, in my opinion, when I use it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say it's a term of endearment because I know what the foundation of the word is and all of that, but I really feel like a lot of people is making too big of a deal about this word. You know what I'm saying? It's 2019. Nobody's getting lynched. Nobody's getting hung. You know what I'm saying? I love my niggas for life. And that's just what it is. But a lot of people, um, black folks, that have used the word in their lifetime, get on TV and try to be um, superficially pro-black, being anti this word. But they still use it behind closed doors. See, I'm going to be a real one. I use it, and that's what it is. If you're not melanin, if you're not my color and you use it, then yeah, that's a problem. And that's where it ends with me. How you feel about it? Very interesting. Because we part of the illusion state of mind and the illusion uh, society. You You can be hung without getting hung. I feel that. 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 I definitely feel that. Good point. Good point. So, uh, and meaning that is that we still, we still in um, in situations to where we're not getting provided equally as far as economically, 
we're not getting equally uh, advanced as far as education and that's self-worth because we don't know who we really are we're not getting advanced with business loans we're not getting advanced with property we still getting red line and I just think that we're not and, and then we have this type of hope system that says we hope we can you know overcome this and hope don't pay no bills but you know what I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you I disagree I feel like that hope that hope is a mindset mm -hmm. hope to me is it's a needy word hope is not really uh, because I'm so into the law of attraction hope isn't specific enough to me when I'm asking the universe for what I want so I really feel like a lot of a lot of black folks that keep themselves in that in that in that stump because they're in that mindset of well you know the men quote unquote the men as we know allegedly that's the white people they are getting over on us they're holding us down they this they that that's some bullshit to me because there's so many successful people of color and it's a lot of um it's a lot of um you know that that's I don't know. This is that's this is a subject that we really can go into into deep 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 heavy into. But I just really feel like it's a mindset at this point. Those things do happen, but I feel like I don't think it's a color thing. I think it's a the people who's at the top want to stay at the top, and they want to keep the people at the bottom at the bottom. And there's people of all different colors at the top. But I feel like it's a mindset. Get yourself out of that mindset, and I feel like you can win. Put yourself in a winning mindset, and you already won. Nobody can 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 keep you from elevating, in my opinion. I got you. Yeah, feel me. It can, you can you can also win and still be in that stuck in that mindset of privilege, that bougie type of attitude to say I made it and I ain't, and I ain't have no excuses. But you'll go into that systematic mindset systemically and say, uh, if I made it, you can make it. But you don't give back. Now that's the problem right there. In my opinion, with a lot of people that are successful in our community, nobody, well not nobody, but most people, once they become successful, that reaching back and lifting one up, that seems to be a part of the process that's missing in our community. Again, that's just my opinion. And let me just, hold on, while we go into it, let's just take a little pause for the cause and say, we are down here on 24th at the coffee shop drips it has music art and the owner his name is Trey and he's pretty fucking dope so that's what we down here doing we're doing a podcast down here you guys you really should come slide this will probably be a regular thing for me I'm about to bug the shit out of Trey you know what I mean and we're about to get it popping I'm gonna do a podcast with him too so like I said I'm down here with your boy BT Omaha, Nebraska, 24th Street at Drips, D R I P S Coffee Shop. You dig? That shit is dope. <laughs> now, back to your regularly scheduled program. That's dope. So, me and BT was sitting here talking about um, the black man's voice in the community and it not being enough educators in the school system. Um, the next question I want to ask you about that is do you think there's a a disconnect, a communication barrier with um, people of color that are educators in the school system, specifically Omaha Public Schools, because that's where we're at in Omaha. I can't speak for other school districts. Oh, very much disconnect. I agree. I mean, oh, very much. 
So do you think, well, clearly there's a disconnect between the kids and the educators, but let's just get to the educators themselves. Mm. What do you think the disconnect is with specifically the black male educators in the public school system? Specifically, it's what just do you not, think? It's just not enough of us. And then as far as education-wise, as a world, as a, a worldwide, it's just, um, it's not enough culturally things that can close the gap on um, uh, teachers and students. And we're going to get into something real, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. This man sitting um, in front of me, he is a very, very attractive guy. Okay. This is a factor. This is a factor. It might seem like I'm, 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 I'm taking this in a different direction, but I'm telling you what's real. These young educators be straight out of college. They be young. They be still horny. They human. And I think that um, the personal relationships um, some of these young ladies try to pursue um, a personal relationship with these young black educators and when they don't get their way it becomes a fucking problem this is something that, in, that I think that he has dealt with personally in my opinion um, and I just want to know do you think that's a part of the dynamic do you think it's a lot of personal um, um, pursuing going on once again piggybacking off of that when you say that you a nigga, you docile yourself up not to become a man. So when you say, instead of me calling myself a nigga, maybe I can call myself a nigga god or a god. Then it's like, oh, you too powerful. So when you come in there and you docile yourself up to say, I'm going to be this, 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 this dude that just come into education and not worried about the kids, but I'm worried about other other things and I'm just coming in there and not being a man about things. I'm being like a, a street type of guy just worried about mm -hmm. females, what they look like. Uh, I'm worried about, I'm not worried about the appreciation of me teaching. So once again, back to that, mm -hmm. it's like you docile yourself down when the system or the media or social docile yourself to become that i don't i don't want to become that we we as men should become gods we are we we are providers we have the standard we're not hoes out here we're not nigga hoes out here we're not nigga bitches out here we got to check our ego and our bitch because to, to continue on on a higher standard a higher power y'all hear what he said that's gonna be a whole nother podcast controlling your bitch we're gonna get to that another day exactly so in the education world they want you to be that way they want you to be that way. They don't want you to be of a of a power, a powerhouse. They want to docile so yourself do you, down. Water yourself so down as a black man. Now that we know that, mm -hmm. speaking to, and just so you guys know, you know what I'm saying, BT has uh, taught in the public school system. He's been a part of the, um, the public school system, so he is speaking off of his experience. Me, myself, has also been the facilitator for Bannister Leadership Academy and also the Center for Holistic Development. Yeah. So, we both have worked in the school system. So, that being said, speaking to black male educators, how do you go about changing your mindset and preventing and blocking all of that? that negative energy that we spoke of because there are successful black male educators in the school system there are they're not enough that's a fact mm -hmm. but they are successful 
what do you think the recipe is for success? Do you think you've figured it out yet, or or, or do you think it's still a work in progress? It's still a work in progress. I think uh, it's some ideas that we that we can uh, that we can uh, you know uh, implement. I think for us, we need to sit down and have these certain conversations to where we can do it community and then we can go down there because we, we, what we used to do is sit down, have a conversation and we'll, we'll figure out a plan and a strategy, strategy and then we'll go to the big house or go to the big person and negotiate things. We're not doing that no more and that's hurting our kids, that's hurting our people that's being misguided and miseducated. Absolutely. At the same time, though, what we have to do is we gotta code ourselves up. I, 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 what do you mean by that? When I when I come in there, when I came in, there, I came in there. Uh, true. I was brutally true, and a lot of cultures don't know how to take that. No, let's be specific. That one culture don't know how to take it. Let's just be one. <laughs> So just coming in there and not watering myself down as a person, I'm coming in there because I want to educate the kids. But I think one thing we need to do is code that self, code ourselves up. And when I mean code ourselves up, we cannot talk of uh, of anger. We can't talk of separation, segregation. We can't talk of nothing like that. We gotta talk of okay, wait, wait, building wait. people. Okay, let's get to that. Let's get to segregation. Okay. Okay. Now, I've read a couple of different places that segregation, you know what I mean? Segregation is probably one of the, like, basically I read in the article that before segregation, we were unified. Mm -hmm. I mean, not before segregation, but before um, look, during segregation, we were more unified as a people. Like, when we were forced to just be with each other, you know what I'm saying, when everything was separated, we were better as a people. We were more focused. We were more um, supportive of each other because we, we were all we got. But once they um, desegregated and everybody is all, you know, allowed to be in groups with each other, we have, especially black women, have... Um, um, Europeanized ourselves to the point where even me, right now I got on fake nails. We wear long weave, eyelashes, and do all of these things to make ourselves be what uh, society's idea of beautiful is, which is mostly opinions of Europeans. But when we were segregated and we were only amongst each other, there was a love and a connection there that was undeniable. It was undeniable. Once they desegregated, it planted seeds in our mind in my opinion this is just my opinion I read this somewhere but I agree with it I think desegregation was probably the worst thing that ever happened to black people and not saying the world should be segregated because you know kumbaya everybody should love everybody however I think it has something to do with the disconnect in our unity as a people I agree that's just my opinion you know what I mean so do I think the world should still be segregated? Specifically the school system? Yes. Yep. I fucking said it. You heard it here first. I don't care. Yep, I do. I don't think that the kids should not be allowed to deal with each other. But as far as the school system is, because there's certain things about certain cultures that are not being brought up. The black history that they teach these kids in school, they talk about Martin Luther King. 
Harriet Tubman, uh, George Washington Carver, Malcolm X. Y'all know the mains. It's so many other people that have to do with the history of, of us. And there's a lot of stuff being left out of that knowledge. Because it is a whole culture that's running the curriculum and it don't have anything to do with us. So yeah, segregation, I'm with that shit. Yeah, but you gotta look at you gotta look at as far as the Caucasian side too, as far as they don't talk about John Brown the abolitionist. They don't talk about Garrison Williams the abolitionist. They they talk about Christopher Columbus. Who is a, in my mind is a, he's not a fictional character, but this is my thing. Why are they still talking about this man? This motherfucker ain't discovered nothing. If you already that's like me coming to Trey's coffee shop. Right, I'm looking for a building to 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 buy or to rent, and he already here. And I walk in here like, yo, I found my spot. This is it. All right, Trey, you got you gotta go here. I'm gonna give you some cornbread. I'm gonna give you a couple of turkeys, and I'm taking your shit. That's how that went. You know what I'm saying? So, the why are why are our children still learning what we learned when we was kids? Yeah, so they don't do the Caucasians correct too, because they don't know about John Brown, the abolitionist. Once again, Garris Garris Williams, the journalist within the um, Civil War movement, uh, Civil War uh, stuff. They don't know about that. They don't know about the journalist. Once again, Garrison Williams. Exactly. That was uh, journaling Harriet Tubman. That was a journalist for uh, Nat Turner in those days. And he's a popular, and he's the, in history, the, the biggest abolitionist journalist there ever was. I mean, he, he helped he helped carry the uh, the underground. He's one. Of, he was one of the conductors. That's what I'm saying. I, I think a lot of uh, that's what I'm saying. A lot of part of the history is being left out. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of folks that me personally, until my good friend here BT let me borrow a book of his. It is about the life of Harriet Tubman. My dumb ass. I didn't even know that Harriet Tubman, I thought she was the creator, founder, and CEO of the Underground Railroad. And that is not the case. But all this time, I thought that she created it and she ran it. And that's not so. So I learned something new reading that book. So, you know, education and knowledge is very powerful. Knowledge is very powerful. So that being said. So we get messed over both ends. They don't tell. They don't tell the history of good, the good, the good white people that did for our country, and they don't tell us the good, the good of other blacks that did for our country. It do. It do exist. Black and white do exist in a good, in a good manner. They just don't want to tell you that. It could. Well, you know what? Like I say, I, I, I'm really into um, the power of positive thinking and the law of attraction, and I'm in right now. I'm still reading this book called Think and Grow Rich. And in my opinion, I really feel like a strong part of the education system, especially in our community, that's missing is mental law. I can't say it more. Mental law should be specifically uh, a part. Of, it should be a part of everybody's curriculum. It should be college course. It should be in kindergarten. They should be teaching meditation. You feel me? It's, 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 it's work wonders in my life. So. When you learn mental law, it helps you find yourself. It helps you connect with yourself. It helps you become at one with the wave of positive energy mm -hmm. in the universe. And these kids don't know nothing about that. They are conforming to 
as he BT would say, that nigga attitude. Performance <laughs> that because that's what you've been taught. You've been taught that you're supposed to be a thug. You're supposed to sag. You're supposed to listen to rap. You're supposed to be like, bitch, this hoe, that fuck this. You're supposed to be disrespectful to women. You're supposed to sell drugs. You're supposed to carry a gun. These are all of the things that are being taught through music through reality TV, through social media, and they teaching our daughters how to be hoes. Let's just be real. Now we got the movie Hustler just came out. Now everybody daughter want to be a fucking stripper. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? And no shade to the strippers. Hey man, I did it. I did it off and on for 10 years. No shade, but I got five daughters and I wish the fuck. <laughs> I wish they would. And it's crazy because these women on TV on these reality shows with the long nails and the fake booties and the fake titties and the long weave and the eyelashes and the makeup, they have husbands and families. But through their music and through their actions on TV, they're teaching our daughters how to be prostitutes, how to only deal with men if they spending money on you, how to use your body to get what you want, how um, being educated and being articulate and being a lady and carrying yourself with dignity and respect is not the popular thing to do when these kids need to know that they're queens and they come from royalty. They are goddesses. Nobody's teaching them that though. They're just teaching them to be little baby sluts. And that's what they out here being too. It's ridiculous. All of that is a factor in this. And and, and let's get on that. Since we talking about black men teaching in the schools. This might also be a reason why it's not that many young black male educators. Y'all sending y'all daughters looking going to school looking like grown ass women. Let's talk about that. And these grown ass men, I'm not taking up for no pedophiles. I'm not. However, they still human and they got eyes. And y'all out here on social media pimping your daughters for likes. Living vicariously through your daughters because you was thick in high school and now your ass is fat. And your daughter is cold, so you pimping her out on Facebook to get likes. That's the kind of world we live in. No. Don't get me started, though. Go ahead, BT. I'm that's, shut up. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a fact, tough. though. It's real in the field out here. Yeah. It's real in the field out here. And guess what, you guys? You're, you're committing spiritual suicide for your daughters. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You're selling a soul. <laughs> Got them out yeah. here looking like sluts. Don't do it. That is tough. You feel me? That's, that's, that's sad. That's sad. And guess what? You feel like you out here winning, but guess what? You out here losing. You out here losing. You out here losing. Doing that type of shit. But as black women, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to speak for, for, for black women right now. Knowing what we've been through as a people, how we grew up, how we was taught, how we got our ass beat, how we was taught to conform, all of that. Be sympathetic to our black men. There is no, there is no other, um, no other gender or race that is more disrespected than the black man in this country. We have to be their backbone. These men were not allowed to show any emotion their whole life. That's a fact. Man. That is a fact. That is a fact. So in your relationship, when you be like, oh, well, you don't show me enough emotion. You don't hug me enough. You don't give me enough affection. Well, bitch, check this out. You have to, 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 if you want to be, if you want your relationship to be successful, you have to learn 
how to how to to connect with somebody so and in order to do that you have to understand what they've been through and as a black woman you know what this man been through so why tearing down my why remind him of everything that he already knows is a flaw mm. every single day why do that when he are when he step out the door of his house he got everybody judging him his boss and where everybody everybody already the, the cards is already stacked against this, against this man. So you are to be his goddess, his queen, his comfort zone, his sanctuary. That is that's what your job is. And then y'all out here wondering why I'm lonely, why I don't got no man. You know why? You know why? Because when the, when a real man try to come at you and give you what you need is well, how much money you trying to spend? Are you a prostitute or are you a goddess looking for a god? For you to submit to, for you to support, for you to love, for you to build wealth with, for you to get your 40 acres in a meal with, you did. <laughs> That's what the process is supposed to be. And I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking from um, experience, you guys, because I've been with my husband for 21 years. We even took some breaks here and there, but I know exactly what it is to be a bitch, to tear a man down, to be overly aggressive to cuss a man now and to just tear his whole fucking soul out of him. I know, because I did it. I lived it. So I ain't telling y'all some shit I don't know. I mean, am I right or wrong, BT? No, you right. And that we feel that, too. We feel that. Say that again. Say it again. Y'all what? We feel that, too. Y'all what? We feel that. They feel it. They have feelings, too. And I'm not taking up for men but I, I do love my black men. I do. And it's a lot of them out here really trying. They really, really trying. And, you know, it's sad because us as black women, we was taught, fuck a nigga. You don't need no man for nothing. If he ain't spending no money, then fuck him. You know what I mean? And then a lot of you women have babies with these men. And as long as they mess with you, you happy. Soon as they quit dealing with you, all of a sudden... You want to take the kids away. You want to put them on child support. Mm -hmm. You want to create distance between them and their kids. And then it makes your relationship even worse. Like, why? Why do that? And then be sitting in the cut somewhere mad. Just evil. Mm -hmm. Just evil. Evil. That's horrible. You're hurting the kids. Your evil ass. <laughs> be the support for these black men. So at the end of the day, BT, this is what I want to know. We appreciate that too. Appreciate what? You taking up for us, P. Latoy. Oh yeah, you know I'm gonna do that because I got a son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got, as y'all know, I got six kids. I got one and only son, and that is my. He's he gonna make somebody a good husband one day. Y'all think I'm about to let y'all little slutty daughters? Get a hold of my son and break his spirit down. <laughs> I don't motherfucking think so. My son know his worth. He knows his worth, and I'm telling y'all, I'm gonna be hard. He it's gonna hard for, be hard for him to get married because ain't none of the ain't not y'all ain't none of them worthy. Not to me. Not to me. You feel me? You got listen. Stop trying to raise these kids with broken hearts. Stop having men running in and out of your house with daughters. Stop talking to men. I seen a video on Facebook the other day where the mom was talking to her daughter and she like, bitch, go over there and give me some hot Cheetos. Girl, boo boo, laughing and playing, calling her daughter bitch. They talking to each other back and forth. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I talk to my homegirls like that. 
but yo, that's the problem. Y'all here trying to be y'all kids friend instead of being a parent instead of being a parent but you know what i'm getting off the subject we talking about black men and they voice in the community i don't went all the way left to the motherfucking corner and turned around and hit the block so let me let me get back to uh where we supposed to be on okay you know what y'all let's get to it it's hump day is wednesday i'm sitting here with my boy i'm sitting here with my boy bt we chilling, y'all. We had drips on 24th. <laughs> Coffee, music, and art. The dude that's the owner, his name is Trey. He's super dope, and the coffee is good. It's good. So y'all need to come down here and slide on the play at one time. Anyways, back to BT. My guy BT is my guest today. You know what, y'all? I'm trying to get him to be consistent with me. You know what I'm saying? It took me a lot to get him to do a podcast with me because our conversations be so interesting, man. He's such a dope individual. But at the end of the day, let's get to before I go. We're going to stay on topic. We in the community, right? That's what we on. We in the community. We in the schools, right? Mm -hmm. It's hump day, though. So you know I can't go without asking you a hump day question. And what's the, Can what's I the, do that? What's the hump day question? The hump day question. The question of the day is this. What's off limits when it comes to sex? No. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that? I told you. I told you I'm spontaneous. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. just answer the question. <laughs> answer the question. What's up? We want to know. Oh, we want to oh, know. Oh, we want to know. What? You know what I'm saying? I'll give you a little time. What's off limits? When it comes to sex, DT, we want to know. The people are waiting to hear your response. What's off limits when it comes to sex? And go. What's off limits is when you don't have a spiritual connection with somebody. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Oh my God. Did y'all hear that? That was the best answer. That was the best answer a man could ever give. Let me hit that one more again. <laughs> he said, if you don't have a spiritual connection with that person. See, y'all? And that's that's why I like talking to this man. Because you know how I'm speaking at this from a friendship perspective. You know how you meet somebody in life and then you don't see them for like 20 years well, I ain't old enough to say that. Well, yes, I am. You don't see them for like 20 years, and then you meet up with them, and it's like y'all never missed a beat. It's like y'all could finish each other's sentences. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got a connection with that person's soul. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about this dude, man. Man. He said, if you don't got a spiritual connection, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap it up, y'all. We had a good conversation about the black men's voice in the community. It's hump day, y'all. It's hump day. And it was definitely, definitely a good conversation. When we uh, dealing with talking about issues when it comes to the black man's voice in the community, most times that's the response we get crickets because nobody cares. But we care up in here. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get back to our regular day. You feel me? Smoke weed every day. We're going to get to it. And this is uh, P. Latoy with the last word. It's your boy, BT. You got any closing statements? Um, this uh, big ups to yourself. Uh, 
inspire you to keep going. Yeah. Big ups to uh, Omaha. Uh, I know in the past I said a couple of negative things, but I'm here with y'all. I know that's right. I'm here to inspire right. and motivate others. And then uh, this last word. Let's tear this. Uh, let's tear this. Uh, this wall down, and let's break through these walls, so we we where we can communicate with each other. Let's start building with each other, growing with each yes, other, yes, and yes, start loving yes. on each other and sharpening each other and making each other accountable for it. I know so, that's right. Big ups to the people out there. Ups to the people, yes. Okay, and we also want to give a shout out to my man Trey down here at Drips on 24th. What is this, 24th and what? Uh, 24th and Burdett. I want to give a shout out to my yeah, guys shout out 24th to and Burdett. Shout out to them drips. Came through dripping. Drip, drip. <laughs> yes, I love your Listen, y'all, y'all got to come down here. He um, has uh, concerts going on with music. He got some beautiful art down here. He got some fucking bomb ass coffee. And he got Wi Fi, you dig? <laughs> this is your girl, P. Latoy. The last word with my special guest, BT, in a mail.